Good morning. It is way too early. I think Jake's still sleeping here on Sunday morning. It is 8.15 EDT. Way over on the West Coast, what's the time of time over there? It's uh, 5.25 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would really understand if Jake didn't make it for, if it was 5.25, but yeah. Well, he's got no excuse. He's slacking now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, being over here on the East Coast. No, yeah. So no Jake yet here. <laughs> So yeah, it'll just be the bald man. And what what do you actually like to be called? That was actually the first question I had for you. You like Quadfather? Uh, you know, Quadfather, Courtney. I mean, what, Courtney is fine. That's 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 my real life name, and I answer to it if my mother yeah. calls me. Okay. Now, see, that's actually I actually wanted to ask you about that. Did you get beat up a lot as a kid for having a name like Courtney? I, I've never heard a guy named Courtney before. Uh, there was nobody named Courtney when I was a kid. I'm I'm fifty. Okay. And uh, back in the day, I was actually named after a guy okay. uh, who was a teacher, and there was no other Courtney's. And it was about when I got to be 25, maybe 30 years old, that I started started walking around the mall hearing, Courtney, Courtney, and I'm looking around some seven-year-old girl, her mom's calling her. Yeah. So, uh, no, there was no, it was not a, it was a non-name, and, and definitely not a, a girl's name at the time. So I kind of feel ripped off by life. It's like those, yeah. those girls who get named Brittany and... Um, you know, the, the, and then, and then all of a sudden someone famous with their name, uh, makes it and they, uh, they get stuck with a name of someone they didn't want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's funny because yeah, like my name happened to be just, everybody was named Justin during the eighties. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just, it was, it was amazing how many, I mean, it was like the second most popular name for a couple years. So there are just way too many of me, but they're all like, like 76 to like, 90 and then no more Justins. So like people just quit naming their kids that. So it's like, and I have a very specific age range. I'm, I'm at the early end, but yeah, it's, it's amazing how, how names go like that. So when you were in school, were there, there more than one Justin in your class? Um, well actually it's weird because my class, there were two, but if you look at my sister's class who was a year later, there were like five. And then the freshman class, when I was a senior, it was more like 12. Every other person named Justin? Exactly. That's the thing. It was it became so popular, whereas my class, there were a lot of Jasons. And oh. so, so then it moved up to there being more and more of, yeah, of my name. So, yeah. Well, nowadays, you don't have to name a kid by a name. You can just name them a noun. You yeah, know, I, yeah, exactly. I heard some story recently that the that uh, names of uh, Pokemon are showing up in hospitals now. Parents naming their kids, abbreviating the Pokemon name and naming their kids that, like Ash or something like that. It's like, huh, yeah. okay. So now we're going to get Pokemon children. Yeah, exactly. That That's kind of strange also. So, yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, that, yeah. So wait, so there's a kid named Squirtle somewhere. Yeah, probably. A squirt. Yeah. Well, that's mm. like, I heard, they were talking about it on another show, how there's there's people that, like, will put a dash in their name and then say the dash isn't silent. So you got to say dash? Yeah, so you have to say the word dash. Oh. So so basically, like, it'll be like L-A-A. So instead of la it's La-Dasha. Oh, that's, that, sure, <laughs> sure. Why not make it difficult? You know, yeah, there but, I, I, I run into a lot of names because I work in a counseling center and um, I've worked in foster care and I have for 25 years before that I worked in schools and things like that. And it, it, 
it it boggles my mind that these parents name their kids names that every time they say their name, they're going to have to spell it. It's yeah. like, why would you do that to your kid? You know, it, I realize you want to be, you know, unique and creative and, but, but, okay. So my, my name is Squirtle. You know, it's like, what is S Q? Is that with an E? No, it's with an I. Oh, okay. And then, or, or the people that the other people, like they name their kid, Justin, yeah. uh, P F R Q J. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's Justin. It's pronounced Justin. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Or the people who name like I've, uh, there's a girl I work with. Her name is Laura, um, L A U R A. By all measures, that's Laura. Yeah. But if you call her Laura, she gets mad. Yeah. Like, okay. What you know? What's in a name? A rose? Uh, an a hole by any other name is still an a hole. If you're gonna give me a hassle and calling you Laura because you spell it like Laura, you deserve it. Well, that's like, actually, though, my grandma, so this hasn't been... Oh, am I offending your grandma? Sorry. No, no, this isn't a new thing, because my grandma, her mom, I mean, and my grandma was born in the 20s, her mom named her middle name Joanne, spelled J-O-A-N. So... Sometimes I think it's just an education thing. It's like, I tried, I was really tired, I just gave birth... Yeah. Just squeezed out a baby, and now you ask me to write the name down? I don't know. I'm convinced some of some people just don't know how to spell, you know, William or something. It's like, okay. Say, we'll it, it, say that's funny, though, because actually my great-grandmother was actually college-educated. Oh, okay. Which so is, she knew how to spell. Which is, I mean, it's kind of yeah. kind of weird because she, I mean, she graduated college, like, the first the first decade of the century but. yeah and she was like the first woman to graduate college yeah no i know that's the thing it yeah. was very early in terms of women in college but yeah yeah and then so after that she got the right to vote yeah you know, a lot of things that happened after that well exactly so i mean no there's there's Internal a combustion engine lights yeah. yeah phones you know well i don't i'm not sure exactly when my great grandma was born but i know that it's yeah it's <laughs> My my grandma was born in twenty five, so I mean, so it's it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost a hundred years. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, but yeah, that's it's just one of those things where yeah, she would she would be upset if you called her Joe if you called my grandma's middle name Joan, even though that's exactly how it was spelled. So you just you know what you just gotta you just gotta roll with. It. I would just be like yeah whatever call me whatever. Yeah. So just, just, I just, I not, I don't, I'm not going to get upset that you buy yourself a lifetime of trouble and frustration and anger at strangers. If you decide that's, that's the hill you're dying on. Yeah, exactly. Nope, you must pronounce my name right the first time because I'm famous, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so is your show like my show where it's just an excuse to hang out with uh, my good buddy Swanee? Well, kind of. I mean... I mean, I wouldn't say that Jake and I are great friends. I mean, really, we were acquaintances before we started the show. Boy, he doesn't show up, and all of a sudden, yeah. No, actually, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> no, he. Well, he's always late, but I mean, no, it's weird because he's at work on time. But of course, he gets paid yeah. for it. Well, of course, yeah, exactly. And he actually gets in trouble for that. So, yeah. <laughs> sounds like he's not on time all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's well, getting in trouble. Well, if he was to late to work he would get in trouble but i i don't know that he's gotten in trouble being late to work so i assume he's to work on time so, ah, but yeah right. that's the thing we we started working together and then it was like i get told all the time i have a radio voice yep. and 
he went to school for communications and actually internshiped at radio stations and stuff. So he that's what he really wants to do is radio. So it just made sense that we do something audio together. So And it sounds like yeah, I don't know, I only got a chance to listen to a few of your your episodes, but it sounds like you've done a podcast prior to this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've attempted to do podcasts since like 08. Actually, I think it was even 07 I recorded one. And then I I recorded it with a title of um what was it? It was something that I didn't know was like an actual it was the meaning was actually gay. Oh, really? But <laughs> but I didn't realize it was oh, it was Twink Cast. Twink. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that that was actually a gay term. So yeah. so yeah. so then I abandoned that very quickly. So, with a voice like yours, I wouldn't think Twink Cast would work. You, yeah. you know, I mean, hello, I'm a Twink. No, yeah. I'm a bear. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, that, but that's the thing. I, I actually don't even, I, I'm not even sure. Cause I take it Twink would be somebody with a higher voice then. I, I wouldn't I would think it would be a smaller uh, okay. person. Okay. I mean, not that I, you know, I know nothing about Grinder or even what Grinder the app is. So don't even ask me. Yeah, that's funny. Anyway, no, but the, uh, in, in World of Warcraft, if you have something called a Twink, what it is is it's a character that has has gear that is like super high level and just can kill everyone very easily. So that was the idea of naming it, but then I didn't realize that oh, this is also a gay term. So yeah, you're like, oops, uh, false advertising. Sorry about that. Yeah, exactly. So yes, I abandoned that very quickly, and then yeah, and then I got into truck driving, and it yeah, it was harder to record and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's it. Although the long haul, that's kind of where Swanee and I started our our show. We started it back in uh, the early '90s. We would uh, we had a radio show that we liked to listen to, and we would listen to that show. He lived in Pittsburgh. I lived in California, and we would. I had like a two hour commute one way, and uh, we would record into audio cassette recorders, handheld recorders. Yeah. On the actual cassette tape. I'm sure you you remember that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then we would mail them to each other and then listen on our other commute. And so I would listen to Swanee talking and I would pause it and say, hey, you were just talking about A, B, and C. Here's what I think about it. And we would go back and forth. So it was the the ultimate long distance uh, podcasting uh, yeah. solo solo conversations. So that's we've got our practice talking out loud on the on the road, like you're on the road now. But I don't think yeah. podcasting would work uh, as a long haul trucker uh, over your phone. Well, exactly. Well, that's the thing. See, now I'm a local trucker, so I I still work like sixty hours a week, but it's all contained in five days. So, oh wow. So yeah, in, and yeah. you sleep in your bed every night. Yeah, exactly. I get to get home every night, but yeah, I'm basically working like noon to midnight every single night. So, yeah. So, are you a PC gamer? Is that? Yeah. Yep. I see. And, and is, is WoW your game? Eh, it used to be. So, I mean, it's there's going to be an expansion that comes out, and I'll play that and everything, but it's not. It used to be my game. I don't okay. know. I still play it, but, yeah, not a lot. Well, it's hard because I think the way I figure it, don't you have to get to certain levels, and then after you... It almost requires that the most dedicated uh person with the least amount of other life <laughs> outside yeah. real life is it, it, it gets the advantage right i mean if the longer absolutely. you play the better you your character gets right absolutely and that's yeah. but they've actually they've i think they've found that their market is aging so mm-hmm. they they've found and they've actually made it less like that 
Oh, so because, they're they're, yeah. they're catering to the people who actually work and uh, contribute yeah. to society, also. Yes, exactly. See, so that's oh. the thing. They've really updated the game slowly to make it so that it's more for like when it started, it was for like a twenty-four-year-old that's just getting out of college and has plenty of time. Right. Whereas today, it's not catered. It's catered to someone like me that can just get in for maybe an hour a day or maybe a couple hours on a weekend. Yeah, my my kids started uh, doing YouTube and started recording Call of Duty and and those games. And I actually started playing with them, even though I'm I'm old and slow. And those are eye-hand coordination games, quick reaction. But the reason I liked them is because I could get on, I could play two or three games in like 20, 30 minutes, and I could get off. So it was really contained, and I didn't have to spend a lot of time you know, getting better and leveling up. I could just go and, and have some some uh, just random fun yeah. and try to do as good as I could. I didn't have to invest a ton of time to get good at it. Well, what's really good is actually, have you played Overwatch at all or has he played Overwatch at all? Uh, no, no. He's he's really, I mean, between, he probably plays the, the games maybe an hour or two a day and spends eight hours editing his videos and all this other stuff. So, okay. uh, but what's Overwatch? Well, it's basically, it's a first-person shooter, but made by Blizzard, the same company that makes Warcraft and games like, it might, Starcraft and stuff like that. So, but it's it's really more of a casual first-person shooter. You don't, it's it's got a good algorithm that you get matched against people that are similar skill to you. Okay. And yes. so, so, yeah, when you start playing, it's very easy to step in and really quick games... Um, yeah, like, and then there's classes where like, if you don't, if you don't have precise shooting with your, uh, with a gun, like you can't do headshots, like a sniper, mm-hmm. grab a guy with a grenade launcher. Okay. Or so, a shotgun or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. shotguns though are, I mean, they can be difficult too, because you have to get so close. Yeah, that's true. But the physics are pretty good in terms of that. And then there, I mean, there's some fantasy to it and stuff like the, you got a person with a jetpack and. Another person with like a magic grappling hook type thing that can climb, even though you don't really have to do the work or anything. So, so as a gamer, do you think that uh, virtual reality gaming is going to do anything here? I mean, is it going to take off? I think it will take off, but I'm not. I don't know. It, it's one of those things where it depends how well they do coordinating. See, okay, my favorite like gaming system i like i don't really care for like xbox or playstation i prefer to play on pc yeah so basically the kind of the equivalent to that is steam right right yeah, so, my kid is a uh, counter-strike now yeah yeah steam yeah and that's the thing if you if you go with like a steam steam tried to do like these steam box things yeah but it was like 700 different computers that would play all different stats and stuff like that yeah. And that's the hard part about these headsets is you have to have very specific hardware to go with that headset. Unless you have a PlayStation 4, then you can use their PlayStation 4. So, yeah. so I have I have yeah. the the um Android, no, the Samsung virtual reality headset. Okay. Uh it's just you drop your phone into it and yeah. you know, it's 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 pretty good. It's made by Oculus. It is everybody I show it to, yeah. the first thing they say when they put it on, they say, "Wow." Because it, I don't know if you've gotten to wear one before, uh-huh. like an Oculus. It's it's fully immersive. It's totally amazing. Yeah. Uh, it it is a whole different world. Even you can even watch Netflix on it. Yeah. And it's 
it's better than sitting in a movie theater. You know, yeah. once they figure out, you know, once they're able to get the graphics up a little bit, but by and large, it's like having sitting sitting in your living room and watching a 100 inch, uh, 200 inch screen. I yeah. mean, it's fully immersive. It, I, I'm a, I'm afraid because it's so good. Yeah. Well, actually, that's the thing. I'm actually, I was telling you, I'm drywalling the studio right now, but actually, I'm drywalling the entire basement, mm-hmm. and part of that is putting in my home theater, which has a 10 foot screen. Wow. Projection? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's part of the whole basement setup I'm having. But, you know, there there is one thing you can't do with those headsets. What's that? Share with a friend. <laughs> well, you, you can you can play games with a friend, though. If no, they have I, the same one. Yeah, exactly. But they also they have to have the same one on. <laughs> So, it is. I've, oh, yeah. I, I, I've, I've started to call them a-hole glasses yeah. because, because it's like all about me. Yeah. I don't care about anyone else, just me and my experience. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's exactly it. Actually, I run into that sometimes with podcasts, too. <laughs> Wait, that like, you just have them no, that, a-holes or that you... Uh, <laughs> no, no, that, that I'll go in and I'll be like telling somebody else about a podcast and they're you know, I mean, it seems like 99% about time when you tell somebody about a podcast, they have no interest whatsoever in listening to your podcast that you want to talk about. Oh, totally. I tried to tell my barber about it just this week. And he said, oh, what's a podcast? And I'm like, oh, never mind. And he's like, I have a flip phone. I'm like, you're screwed. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, you don't want to do it. Yeah. The people, the, no, a lot of people just aren't interested. A lot of people don't, you know, consume their media just through audio in their ears. I mean, they're just, I think they're just people that, that, that aren't built like that. I'm total auditory. I don't, I don't even read books. I listen to, listen to audible, you know, I don't, it, everything is about my ears for me and listening. And it just has been for years. And I imagine it's that way with you because people who do podcasts, listen to podcasts. They're, yeah, exactly. Audio people. Well, yeah, exactly. That's, and not only that, I got into podcasts cause I was driving a long ways. And that, that, I mean, that was really secondary, but that's when I really started listening just a ton. I mean, I was, I started listening to 40 hours a week. Now I'm listening to like 50. In fact, I got to a point this week because I worked 62 hours and I was like, oh, I need to download some more podcasts because I ran out at like the 55 hour point. And of course, I just kicked three out last week that I decided were, they were getting too political. So, so I decided, okay, these three podcasts gone. <laughs> yeah, you got to make room on your phone or however you listen. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that was the thing. They just, they started getting political and it's like, oh, don't care to hear that right now. So <laughs> no, there's enough of that. That's, yeah, exactly. I, I forget. Oh, it was funny. I was listening to my, my wife and my son talk on the couch last night and uh, they were talking politics and my 14 year old son, all he knew about the politics was like, he said, did you see that face that Hillary Clinton made? And he, it was like he had run into a gif. You know, he doesn't know anything about politics. Yeah. He didn't care about politics, but he follows the social media of the politics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the worst part to pay attention to. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. especially Twitter. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. 140 that's, that's... characters isn't enough to summarize anything in terms of politics. <laughs> no, no. And you're not going to get your politics. Well, you might get you might get some logic from your podcast about politics, yeah. reasoning. Oh, um, no, but but uh, I don't but I mostly listen to comedy. <laughs> so. yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> I, I need something to, to 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 guide my 
thoughts in the day. And it's uh, everything in my life is, you know, like most people's lives, everything's serious. And so if you can run into something that can kind of take you out of that and give you a few smiles along the way, then, yeah. you know, that's a victory for me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. That's it's it's one of those things where it's just, yeah, I don't need to listen to this. I'll find some more because there's literally what I think Stitcher's like 40,000 podcasts. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's plenty. a hundred thousands. I mean, there's yeah. there are so many. It's hard. It's hard to. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not in podcasting because I want to get rich or famous or whatever. Not that I wouldn't take those two, but I'm realistic in the fact that everybody has a podcast. There's two podcasts named that. Um, So so we all have it. And to me, it's just an excuse to it's a great hobby. I I run into really cool people like yourself uh, with a similar interest. I equate it to like uh, rebuilding a car. If you know, there are guys who spend all weekend in their in their garage and all their free moments thinking about the different parts and the different modifications they want to do for their car, and they would never once think that they should make money at it or get famous for it. But they develop relationships with with other guys who are in their Mustang club or or the the parts guy or you know other people who have similar interests of similar cars or different cars, and they go to the car shows and they see the same guys at the same car shows. And it really, the, podcasting is a lot like that. You run into other people who have a, an interest in talking to, into a mic and trying to create something that's interesting and compelling for the listener. And you end up connecting with those people, not necessarily the people who listen. I listen to a ton of podcasts that don't know I exist, but I listen to them all the time, but I never interact with them. Yeah, exactly. So then... Would you say you prefer like like I really find that I really prefer like independent podcasts. I I don't really care for like the really big shows that they got famous doing other stuff. I prefer like the little shows like this one or like yours that where they didn't get famous doing a hundred other things. Yeah, I I think of the famous ones like uh, This American Life and Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla, those guys. Uh, they're they're kind of the, like the gateway <laughs> to podcasting. They're what got me into it. Okay. And then as I started to do my own, I started to connect with these other shows. And to be honest, I, I, almost all of the what you would call famous or top 100 on iTunes uh, shows that I had listened to have, have really taken a back seat. Their, their episodes are storing up in my phone. And it's the indie podcast that I am listening to a lot more because I've started to know the guys. And so I started to because to me, it's all about the who they are. It's all about the relationship that they have on their show with each other. And then you start to kind of follow the drama and life story of each of them. And then you tweet them and they react and respond. And you have a brief conversation over Twitter or something like that. And you're like, oh, I have a connection with this one. Whereas if I try to connect with those larger podcasts, I may get a like. Yeah. But I'm really looking for some mild interaction with uh, some podcaster or somebody who I can you know, connect with both on their podcast and in a social media. So I've definitely moved a lot more towards the indie podcast. Yeah, no, I I do the same thing because it's, yeah, no, I have the other ones on my feed too, but yeah, they do. They tend to build up. And then I, I I try to only keep like two gigs of podcasts on my phone at a time. So I have a couple days, but then it's not like backlogging my phone majorly. So yeah. But that's the thing. So I run into that and then it's like, okay, well, the morning stream, I haven't listened to it all this week, even though, you know, and what's funny is that one's not really even like a huge one. 
that's that's kind of an independent one too, but they're both full-time podcasters. So you know what I mean? I'm not sure where you even draw the line. Yeah, I think if I think if you if it's if it's your full-time gig, then yeah, you're definitely you've got to be popular because yeah. it's not it's not easy, as you and I both know, yeah. uh, to either get listeners or get people to pay for listens. Um yeah. so you know, they got you gotta be doing something right. The the my main one that I listen to is has three guys who make their living doing it. Yeah. And they put out six shows a week and um you know they have their but they start to get riddled with ads yeah uh, and and then their ads are live reads and their live reads wander so they're a minute and a half live read for you yeah. know uh uh you know whatever uh I, I can't even harry's razor let's say yeah exactly yeah one of the one of the famous ones and and you're like okay i i like you and i can hit my 30 second skip but enough already let's get back to the show that's why i listen yeah. to podcasts yeah i can listen to the radio where every six minutes i get two and a half minutes of of ads if i wanted to but that's why i'm listening to podcasts and say and that's what i really like about patreon i can support the shows i really like and you know what i mean and they then they don't have to have those ads and stuff like that yeah yeah i haven't had the guts to put up a patreon yet because mm. well first of all i don't i don't I don't want to say I don't need the money because who doesn't need more money, but yeah. I, I don't need the money to make it work. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess my goal, my big goal for my podcast is that it not cost me anything every month. But you know, yeah. aside from that, I, re, I really don't. And, and you can play this later when I'm rich and famous because of podcasting and all I do is talk about ads. Yeah. Um, but but I really don't do it for the money and I don't want it to be about the money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I haven't even started to approach that. Unlike my kid who's making tons of cash the past two months on his youtube um he just he turned a corner and all of a sudden he's making i don't know he's like two grand a week it's yeah. it's insane i say do you do you write off your your podcast expenses and stuff like that too because that's that's I actually just, yeah i just started to and I, I like i said like i was telling you before we started recording it just started an llc in his yeah. his company and or his youtube channel and my podcaster under that so we can get the deductions although after talking to a couple financial people they said you should have gone with sole proprietorship because then you can get your deductions and you don't have uh, a yearly yearly costs of an llc yeah okay well hey that that works out well because that's how i set mine up but but i actually set mine up like in 2001 (laughs) and i'm just i'm just using that business that i set up back then for the first time basically (laughs) Well, so but if you're if you're still in business, that means you're you had to make money at least one of the first three years, right? No, I I basically claimed straight across no profit. I only wrote uh, off I only wrote off profits basically. Oh, basically okay. I so only I just had yeah I basically just saved receipts to equal profits because I mean right. basically the business started as I was like recording wedding videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So basically, but I mean, it it cost me just as much between camera equipment and everything the first couple of years. So yeah. so I basically broke even there, and then I got into truck driving and stuff later, and it was like, okay, well, so basically the business sat dormant, but I still have it. So this year I'm gonna end up writing off like a huge amount because I went and got all my broadcast equipment and everything. And so yeah, yeah heck, it, you can write off your drywall. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I like is I can I can write off building the studio basically, yeah, and yeah, like soundproofing it and everything like that. And because actually, that's that's the thing we got to. Me and my wife had to write a huge check to the government in February, and I said, okay, I need a hobby that I can write off. 
Cause, yeah. Cause, yeah, it was a quasi business. My kid's trying to figure out how he can, how he can write off his daily trip to Dutch Brothers with his girlfriend. I said, uh, mm, you know, if you can vlog it, if you, if you vlog it and put it up on your, your uh, YouTube channel, you can definitely write it off. Yeah. I don't know, though. You reach a certain point, though, when, yeah, then you start losing subscribers if you're not being entertaining and you're pl- putting up five things a day. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. But but in the YouTube world, he's you know he's his market is like probably twelve to sixteen year olds. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, they they'll watch anything. Yeah, I mean the, the the stuff that that get hits and lots of views and lots of subscribers. As an old man, I scratch my head and say, "So you're watching somebody else watch somebody else play, and they're reacting to that, and this is entertaining for you." Yeah. Yep. Okay. Great. I don't understand it, but I'm glad it's working for you. Yeah, that's like my daughter has a YouTube channel that she plays Minecraft and talks about playing Minecraft on different servers and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. she has fun doing it. She has more subscribers than our channel does. So, I mean, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a different market. I mean, although I'll bet if you went to, to work or talk to your friends and said, uh, you know, hey, what do you watch on YouTube? And they'd be like, I, I'm, I know YouTube's out there. Yeah, exactly. No, I know. It's it's yeah. her age that does it. So yeah. yeah, it's not our not our demo. Yeah, she's thirteen, so it's just that's the yeah. age that she does it. So yeah. yeah, that's that's that that's a balance though. I had to I had to kind of as a parent when my kids started to record for YouTube and broadcast on YouTube, you know, as a parent, you wanna you wanna kind of shelter them from this harsh uh, sexual innuendo, yeah. uh, language, all this other stuff on YouTube, but you can't really filter YouTube. So they're yeah. going to run into everything out there. And yeah. as a parent, you can't sit over their shoulder and go, don't click on that one. Don't click on that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like I had to kind of give that up as a parent. It's no, like, I know. all right, yeah. you're going to, you're going to hear stuff. You're going to see stuff. And I hope that I'm close enough to you where we're going to talk about stuff. But, there's a lot of raw world, adult world out there, easily accessible on YouTube. And uh, as a parent, I don't know that we can shelter from everyone from it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. I honestly, I'm not that worried about the video she's making. Yeah, it's it's what she no, clicks on and stuff in like the that. World. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's not just 13 year olds that are making those Minecraft videos. There's there's yeah. adults and other people, other other yeah. guys and whatever that I'm sure she watches. If you if you're making videos, just yeah. like podcasts. If you're making a podcast, you listen. If you're making Minecraft videos, you're watching other people's Minecraft videos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now, do you keep your show clean? It from what I've heard, it seems pretty clean. It's it is it's pretty clean. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, none of the none of the language or anything bothers me, yeah. but I prefer to have that clean. Plus, I love to edit. So, and to me, a bleeped swear word is more interesting than a non-bleeped swear word. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, we have the same thing where it's, well, I mean, I usually don't bleep them. I usually just drop them down to nothing. So there's just a blank spot there. Oh, okay. But then, yeah, Jake will make fun of me because he can't say certain words on the show and stuff like that. And then, yeah, so (laughs) then, yeah, it's it's more funny to talk about the fact that I'm bleeping something than, than actually, you know, what he actually said that got the... The uh, yeah, the pause. I got the bleep. Yeah, exactly. So why do you keep yours clean? I got asked that the other day. Why do you keep yours clean? Well, basically, I just, I don't know. I prefer clean shows mainly because, you know, when I'm listening, a lot of times I'm half it in public. 
Like I'll I'll stop somewhere and my podcast will be going. And I mean, oh. I'm basically driving a billboard. So Right, right, right. So yeah. I prefer not to have to pause before I stop because if yeah, basically I can't have certain things blaring out of the truck as I'm getting out and so so Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so yeah. you just follow the model that you actually listen to, which is which is true for me. I don't I mean none, none of the language bothers me or that that edgy talk. Yeah. You know, cuz words are words. They don't they're not going to unless they're trying to be, you know, rude and offensive about people, but the language itself doesn't bother me. Yeah. It's just I I I don't know. I just I just would rather it's just easier on my ears. My kid swears on his on his YouTube channel all the time yeah. and then he'll be we'll be talking uh, when he's not on the air yeah. and it, he'll start swearing. I say, you know what? It really distracts me when you keep swearing. So could yeah. you just not swear while we're, while we're talking? Yeah. You, know, you, you do what you want on your YouTube videos, but I, it just, it distracts me when, when it, cause, cause I know his mom's going to barge in and go, what are you doing? Don't stop swearing. I don't like it. So like, well, yeah. let's, let's not get mom mad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. That's that's funny because yeah. So she has a little bit stronger uh, feelings on that, but yeah, you don't care to hear it either. I it just it, yeah. I just it has. I think swear words have a place, yeah. and if you're using them instead of um, then it you're not really using them right. I mean, every word. If I just started to use some random word as instead of um, then. It, it would sound stupid, and I think it sounds stupid when people are just dropping swear words all over the place, and it does they're not even using it right. I mean, as utilitarian as the F word is, you know, as far as a noun, a verb, and all the other things that can, you can use it for, um, it doesn't mean that you should use it all the time instead of any other word. So, you know, it, it, it improve your descriptive powers and stay away from the, the universal swear words that people just drop in. So, yeah. you know, it's not, I, if people are using it right, then I'm all about it. Yeah. So now, okay, not to transition as poor. Oh, transition. Yeah. But but now, why do you call your show the Quadcast? Ah, okay. Uh, because it has nothing. It, okay, so my name has four C's in it. Okay. Okay. C.C. Calkins. Okay. So my dad is a mathematician. He always called me C to the fourth power. Okay. And in college, Swanee actually named me Quad. And then... Um, I started a YouTube channel, Quad MFT, and I'm a marriage family therapist. Okay. So it's Quad Marriage Family Therapist. Now that's my kids' channel because, when as kids do, they just hop on the computer and start doing stuff. And then yeah. he wanted to take over my account. And so then I said, all right, well, if I can't be Quad MFT, I'll be Quad Father MFT. Okay. And so that's how I came up with Quad. Yeah. And, and now it's Swanee gives me a hard time because... I had a tumor in my spinal cord in 2000 and I was in a wheelchair for a while and he says that now I'm quad because I supposedly can't walk, but I can. So. Well, technically that would make you para, not quad anyway. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, although when I was a little scared, <laughs> I was in the recovery, they were, I was talking to the, the physical therapist and she was getting on the phone with the modification people for cars and she said, well, he's basically, you know, you got to treat him like he's a quadriplegic. I'm like, what? I thought I was going to get better. So fortunately I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Wow. So okay, how long did you have to spend in a wheelchair then? Uh pr probably about six weeks. Six, oh, seven weeks, okay. and then I got to graduate to the walker, and then I got to graduate to the cane, and then I gotta got graduate to now I just have a knee brace. Okay. So all all is well. I'm ambulatory. 
Yeah, exactly. But I do get good parking. So if yeah, I exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Actually, it's funny because, well, I guess it's not funny, but my uh, my uh, grandfather actually was in a motorcycle accident when he was like thirty. So I actually used to have to take care of him like all the time. Where I mean, he had no use below like the, his middle back. Oh wow! So I spent like I mean, basically, I only knew him in a wheelchair. In fact, my mom only knew him in a wheelchair. So because oh, wow. it happened when she was like two. So. So, yeah, so that's, but that's one of those things where it's like, okay, so, you know what I mean? So I have, when I see people in wheelchairs, I look at them completely different than what most people do. Yeah, you actually look them in the eye. Yeah, exactly, I, yeah. I, I was in a wheelchair, and that's that was the hardest part, yeah. is you're invisible. Yeah, no, I know. People don't want to, it, it just, I honestly, I think it just pains them. You know, it just, it just hurts to see someone in a wheelchair. And of course, you don't want to. The first question is, "What happened?" <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah exactly. How'd you get in a wheelchair? And you're like, "No, I don't want to do that." You know, yeah. and then, then you don't want to help them because you don't want to, you know, disable them more. But you yeah. do want to help them if they need help. And yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's it's yeah. Once you've had someone in your life who's been through something like that yeah. or been through it yourself, you do. You treat people differently. You treat them like they're they're regular people. Well, exactly. And that was just how I knew my grandpa was. He was just in a wheelchair. And that, you know what I mean? It was just normal that, you know, he, he needs it. That's that's what he does. And he needs he yeah. needs help with certain things, getting in and out of the car. And actually, I got kicked out of a tobacco store once when I was 13. He wanted me to go in there and get him and ask the, the tobacco store like clerk person to come out to the car which was a common thing. I would do that at different places. And right. this guy at the tobacco store comes, yelling, comes, comes out, sees a 13 year old in there and just starts yelling at me. Like, get out of this place. There's nothing in here for you. Get out of here. You kid. You're <laughs> yeah, too little. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So when Can I you believe they just switched in California, they switched the tobacco buying age to 21. Now, is that true of marijuana too? You can get your marijuana card at 18. Okay. But you can't get a tobacco card at eighteen. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's interesting. So it's you a can world. you can smoke pot at eighteen, but no, you better be twenty one to smoke cigarettes. Well, it, now it's only for medical use. So, oh yeah, okay. You know. Like like they actually. <laughs> I mean, no, no. As a matter of fact, I was listening to a podcast of, of okay. guys who smoke pot, and he said. Um, he, he said, "I'm tired of this every year or two years going into the doctor and yeah, line, exactly. right." Yeah. And so he said, I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put, you know, the real truth. And, and so it said, you know, reason for your visit today. And uh, he wrote, because I like to get high. Okay. So he goes into the, the room with the doctor and the doctor looks at the form and he goes, I'm going to write down migraines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goes, right. I mean, the, the, the doctors who prescribe marijuana, that's all they do. Yeah, They're I know. General that's... physician. Yeah. They're the marijuana giving doctor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yes, they're they're doctors with a little less of the Hippocratic oath. Well, I don't know. (laughs) You know, if you if you if you draw me back a little bit, I would say marijuana. Is it? Are are we getting? No, I know, but who get hurt? Who gets hurt? But yeah, no, I understand that. But yeah, but but no, what I'm saying though, they are lying on the forms. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. it is. It is a little shady. As, yeah, as, well, yeah, if you can, if you, I don't know any other, 
any other thing you can pay for a diagnosis, which is basically what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess you could put them in the similar category as the, of the of the doctors who just, oh, you have an ache or a pain, here's Vicodin and Oxycontin. There you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, but actually that actually can cause an addiction and stuff like that. Whereas, well, I guess, I mean, you can get addicted to marijuana, but. Psychologically. Yeah. Physically, you it, it, the, the withdrawal is so long that there are no, it's not like cigarettes or alcohol or whatever yeah. that you're going to experience that. It's more of a, a psychological addiction than it is any, any physical addiction. Yeah. So now, of course, here in Michigan, we've got, we've got totally different. I mean, I'm not sure that there are doctors set up for that, but I mean, and we have, is it medical? Yeah, use? we do have medical use. And in fact, we had a, uh, a truck driver that I work with that basically he, he had messed up his knee. And the doctor had asked him, so then do you want a, a medical marijuana card? And he's like, no, I can't. I'm a truck driver because he has to follow national laws. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if he fail, if he has marijuana in his drug test, which can be at any moment, basically, mm-hmm. then, yeah. So, yeah, there's there's nothing a truck driver can do. So which which I always find at this point, it's the, the federal and state laws around marijuana are absurd. I mean, yeah. D.C., it's legal there (laughs) but federally yeah it's illegal so i obviously we're moving towards a big change on that i think in november i think california will be legal recreational like oregon and washington and colorado and yeah yeah i was gonna say that's that's i don't know the world's moving forward but it seems like it's moving backwards at the same time whereas you know i mean it 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 depends what you're looking at but absolutely i agree yeah it's weird because it's like yeah so so individual states get to decide didn't we already fight a war over this where they wanted to make national laws not statewide laws yeah but then you look at the you want (laughs) you want the power of the government to be as close to the people that they're governing as possible well i know but that's the thing we already fought a war over once putting more power in dc so why so i mean Let's wrestle it back away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's put it back. No, but I, I completely agree with it. I mean, I, I'll vote for every millage possible to improve the schools, improve, you know what I mean, put sidewalks in everywhere. Yeah. But, yeah, when you talk about federal taxes, where's that money actually going? I don't, yeah. I don't see any of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, because you think <laughs> about, like, gas tax is what pays for roads. It's, that has nothing to do with your federal income tax. Right. Say, and actually, I live in a donor state. We only get 88% of our gas tax back to fix our roads. The other 12% of the gas tax goes to fix everybody, goes to fix the other state's roads. So, so yeah. So, (laughs) you think about it, though. You get, like, states like Alaska. I mean, yeah, there's no way they could afford to fix their own roads with just the gas tax they collect, but. I mean, yeah, they get the they get the an oil rebate. Anybody who lives in Alaska gets money from the oil company every year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah. They're, they're plus. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I know that's money. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's the thing. It's because they're they, but they have roads and they have so few people that our our gas taxes has to go into those other states. Yeah. Whereas I'm sure California has got to be a donor state too, just because. There's so many people. I don't know those numbers because I don't live there. But see, that's yeah. the thing. I'm really into that type of politics, the actual politics of how stuff actually works. Dollars and cents. Yeah, exactly. So I, I pay attention to all that stuff. And that's why I know that like we're a donor state and stuff like that, because that's what I care about. I would I would like to see 
more of the Michigan taxes stay in Michigan. It would seem to make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. But that's, yeah. But the government, you know, they decide. <laughs> and we yeah. only, we only get two senators. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, and why can't we vote on our computers? You, you can do, I can do all my money on the computers and I hate to say it, but my money's more important than my vote. And, uh, let the, we can do all of that on our computers, but we're not allowed to vote yet on our computers. Yeah. So something's wrong with that picture. Yeah. I was going to say that's, that, that should really be fixed. But I mean, then you've got to, yeah. The, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if state started to go to online voting, but it's not, you know, I mean, it's going to be a long time before it's federally anything because there's too many different things. Oh, there's too many ways to hack it. Well, exactly. And not only that, if you look at where I vote, there's there's probably only a thousand people that <laughs> that vote in my township hall because that's all the people that live in this township. Well, if you're getting that kind of turnout, you guys don't need uh, Internet voting. Well, that's the, yeah, exactly. Well, that but that's the thing. But that's like the people that live in the township. That's not the people that actually go and vote. <laughs> so how's that work? You get you to know, vote I'm, out of district. That's. Well, no, but that's that's what I mean. No, basically, like, there's only, I mean, I live in basically this really rural township. I mean, it's basically me and cornfields. <laughs> so, so I mean, so, yeah, like, there might be a thousand people that live in the, the actual township, but Robert. then but then you add up how many people actually vote, what's 40% is probably, like, the absolute max. So, I, so yeah. when I go in, I mean, you might see two people there at the same time I'm there because you're there for like five minutes. But yeah, it's like, so there's, yeah, there's like literally nobody. So, yeah. See, yeah. look at that. We, we wanted it all the way back to politics. Now you got people tuning out again. Yeah. Well, no, but that's the thing. We're not telling who, them who to vote for. No. It's like, no. But that's, and that's, that's the part I hate is when like, well, you definitely shouldn't vote for this person. And they'll never tell you anything about why you should vote for the other person. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lesser of two evils argument. But that, like, that, that, it seems like since I was a kid, that's always been the argument. No one's ever told me why I should vote for somebody. It's always against everybody. It's always against the other person. Yeah, and I, like, I, I don't mind if people are going to be uh, rational, logical, and reasonable and yeah. admit that what whoever their candidate or whatever their issue is, they're detractors, and they're detractors who are smart, yeah, who have a decent argument, yeah. And here's what it is, but here's why I think this argument trumps that. You know, it's like let's let's have we're not we're not all one tune, and yeah. uh, you know, just make our decision based on you know a seven seven minute speech. We we are thinking people who can make reasonable decisions if presented with all of the information. Don't treat us like we're a soundbite, even though that's how that's the culture we live in. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing. It's, I don't know. Say, I don't really want to talk about like Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. But I mean, there's so much in there that's soundbite driven and oh. clickbait driven and stuff like mm -hmm. that, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, that's the world we live in though. That's the news gets paid on clicks now. So absolutely. I mean, so, I mean, what, what can you do? But okay. We should really take a huge step away from politics before. All right. Let's segue. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't really segue, but I I have a list of questions I can ask you that I've been going back to slowly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now are you what what niche do you try to hit with your podcast? Uh, um, you know, I kind of figured out that the the comedy uh storytelling is okay. is what we do. 
Okay. But I have another podcast uh, named Shrink to Shrink. Yeah. And that one, people, they totally understand. Because when I tell people about the quadcast, they say, I say, it's that's me, my buddy. We tell stories from our lives and, and joke around. And we play sound clips and movie stuff. And, you know, we just, we talk about some psychology stuff and other things. And people go, oh, okay, that's not really interesting. Yeah. I mean, at least that's what their nonverbal tells me is that it's not interesting. But yeah. when I say, oh, I do this other podcast, Shrink to Shrink, where we take a, a popular movie and me and another counselor, we analyze the psychology of it and try to apply it to our lives and examine the characters and, and uh, what some of the communication patterns are and things like that, like Siskel and Ebert with a psych view on the films. And people go, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So the the market or the con- – with the quadcast, it's – I'm. People are going to listen or not, and I just want them yeah. to have a taste and see if they like the tone of the show and the feel of the show and, of course, us. Yeah. Um, but with uh, Shrink to Shrink, it actually has kind of this this kind of niche movie market with psychology. So people are people are taking to that one a lot quicker. Yeah, I know. It's amazing how, how niche does make a huge difference in terms of getting people to listen and stuff like that. Because, yeah, I, was, I found I was doing this little show called Licorice and Donuts. Mm-hmm. Where I talk about my social anxiety of trying to hit a play button inside of a inside of a video game. That's that's <laughs> a well, basically, it's a video game that's all multiplayer, and mm-hmm. so yeah. It, but you ha- you play it half the time, and people start yelling at you for doing something that they don't perceive as perfect in in the game. And it's like you know, I have a lot of social anxiety to begin with. So then, so then you add in, well, I might get yelled at while playing this game, but it's fun. So I want to play it. So yeah, I started doing that. And that's downloads were like off the chart, charts because oh, I put a video game name into the into the search. Yeah. So people that were searching for that video game were downloading it. And th- for some reason, that show was getting crazy downloads mm-hmm. compared to, the, I mean, like, like instantly, like I put it up and everybody was downloading it. And it's like, okay, so people really like niche shows, I guess, or, you know, I mean, search term shows. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So it, it's it, that that type of thing is how YouTube and everything runs. And that's that's one of the reasons I think that the the Shrink to Shrink show is getting a little more popular because in every title we have a movie title. Yeah. So instead of just random words that I pull from the, the podcast to name the quadcast, when I say two shrinks and Zootopia, yeah. people go, Oh, I watch Zootopia, I wonder what they think. Yeah. You know, so it's it's actually a great marketing tool as yeah, exactly. you learned early on. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, point people back to your other show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've got to get that one go- back going, say, but I've got to get my, you know, I, right now it's basically, okay, I'm going to start recording, so I need to plug in a computer and everything. <laughs> so cuz cuz I'm obviously I'm working on this basement. Of course, Jake's supposed to be here. He's supposed to help me hang drywall when he gets here. Yeah, uh, so, I'm betting he's not going to make it today. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what's up with him, but yeah, he, he has not responded. I tried calling him three times, and yeah, straight to voicemail. So yeah, I'm not sure what's up with him this morning. Now you're the non-drinker, and he's the drinker, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it is Sunday morning. You yeah. Know? Well, and I'm I'm 38, and he's 26. So oh yeah, different developmental <laughs> stages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I re- fun and we're we're we we find fun as starting our day well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. That's the sad part, though, is I usually it's me that kind of sleeps in more. I mean, I work at noon. 
And I usually, I typically work till midnight. So it's very untypical that I go to bed before one. Right. So, I mean, and that's just my sleep schedule just because of what I do. So, so yeah, it's typically 8 a.m. would be earlier to me, whereas he's third shift. His, his, his schedule is a very fluid thing. (laughs) So he's up, you know, I mean, normally he's up at eight o'clock in the morning. He goes to bed at noon. So. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I, my kid has that kind of nocturnal lifestyle. I don't know how he does it. It's not, it's not actually not really not good for your body because your body, unless you can get a totally black, blacked out room, uh, you know, your body doesn't sleep as well when they, when it's light outside. Well, he's got the other problem too of no air conditioning in his house. <sighs> so, and he's sleeping during the hot part of the day. Mm-hmm. So I can't even, yeah, I can't even imagine what that's like. I'm like, dude, get a window air conditioner at least. <laughs> Cause, it's something. Yeah, because, and he's like, well, yeah, but if I put one in the bathroom, I could heat, I could cool the entire upstairs. It's like, well, get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Quit, Quit about it and yeah, do it. It's yeah, almost over. Don't worry about where you're putting it. Just you don't have one. Just you know what I mean. And that if he just was going to do his one room, those air conditioning units that'll do one room are like a hundred bucks. Yeah. So yeah, I, have one, like, I have one in here yeah. because we close the studio off all the time, and um, it gets the beaten sun in the afternoon. Yeah. So we just have a portable, uh, you know, little roll around unit in in here because otherwise it would be ninety five degrees in this room and. You know, yeah. eighty or seventy-five in the rest of the house. So, well, that's, yes, break down, get it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the best part of building the studio is I will be able to run the air conditioning while recording. Wow! I yeah. even I turn mine off. It's too much, uh, too much background noise. Yeah, exactly. That's I do the same thing because yeah, but I have to because the fans on the other the fan is on the other side of the basement, and we're not into the studio yet. I always kick that off because, yeah, it adds some noise to the background. I can usually eliminate it, but as long as it doesn't kick off, if it stays on the whole time, I can eliminate it. Right, right, but, right. But once it kicks off and then it's not on another part, I can't eliminate it. So, yeah, so I just kick it off and then, yeah, so this will be about an hour of it off and then I'll kick it back on and it'll cool the place right back down. Of course, we're in Michigan, so it's not like it's crazy. You know what I mean? It's going to be like 80 today, so. Oh, yeah, in it fact, was really cool here yesterday. It hit ninety three. We're like, oh, yeah. this isn't bad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's warm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. but that's the thing. Actually, it's funny because we have to kick our air down to seventy, otherwise it doesn't kick on enough to take the humidity out of the house. Oh, that's funny. So you so you basically put on a sweater just to get rid of the humidity. Oh no, but th- that's the thing. We're from Michigan, so seventy feels warm. So. <laughs> But that's the thing. In order to get rid of the humidity, though, I mean, that's probably, it probably runs five minutes an hour at 70 degrees. Oh, okay. So you're, so, so you're good. Yeah, exactly. But that's just enough to get rid of the humidity when it's like 80 out. When it's like 90 out, I'll kick it up to like 74 or something like that. Just oh, be okay. just because it needs, because then it's going to kick on plenty. Yeah, my, my but, wife would slaughter me. Oh, really? What do you keep yours at? <laughs> well, like 78, 80, yeah, 79, wow. right in there. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. What part of the country are you in? Uh Northern California. Northern California? Okay. North north of Sacramento, basically. Okay. So I mean it doesn't get I mean, it's not like LA weather. You're not in the mountains though, I assume. <laughs> no. It, well LA I, I grew up in LA. I, I grew up okay. near the near the beach and it was like seventy five yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. And up here we we get the extremes. We've had hundred and seven Wow. Um, I can't even imagine. For a whole week, but it's it's a dry heat. Yeah, uh, but you know it's you just 
you just modify. You just learn to live with it. It's not. It's not that difficult. See, I don't remember ever hitting triple digits here. So, I mean, but that's yeah. I I mean, I remember like having a week straight of ninety, and everybody was like, "Oh, global warming, it's here." <laughs> it's like yeah. But then the next year we had zero 90 degree days. So, oh, global cooling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, yeah, that's, that's just how it works. It's like a couple of years ago we had like, like almost a record in snowfall. It was like 250 inches of snow over the course of the winter. And it was like, well, I mean, but you have to remember where we live, there's only three months of winter. So, so I mean, it's, it's that was a lot of snowfall, but it just happened to all fall. 10 inches at a time. So we had a lot of like closed school days because it was just so much that they couldn't deal with enough of it. Whereas, right. whereas that was in a time where we, we were getting no snow. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's the thing too, is like you go down South in Indiana, they had like 28 canceled school days that year. Like, cause they don't have snow removal equipment. Yeah. And so they, they went to school into June so, yeah, like, yeah. Now, of course, here we go to school into June because the governor had passed a law that they're not allowed to go to school before Labor Day. You know, so, I'm kind but, of in favor of that. Yeah, I know. I kind of like that, too. But, I mean, in Michigan, it was basically so that they wouldn't have to put air conditioning in the schools. Well, you know, everything's money-driven, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But that was basically the reason for that was, yeah, they figured, yeah, if we don't do it, if we send them to school before Labor Day. Okay, we'll have to put air conditioning in the schools, so, yeah. Well, let's not do that. Yeah, exactly. Why well, keep the yeah. kids cool? That's like, I- yeah, you ever hear, like, Amazon, the employees there felt like they were, like, working in a sweatshop until they got robots. Guess what the robots need? <laughs> air conditioning. So then they found that the people, there were only half as many people there after that, but at least they were cool. <laughs> they were happy, yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. Hey. Yeah, exactly. Because they were basically, yeah, they they didn't have the robots to pick the orders. But yeah, then they got the robots, and oh, it's no longer a hundred degrees in here. <laughs> the robots can't take a hundred degrees. So yeah, yeah. It's like hanging out in the server room of of a computer place, you know, it's it's very very cool in there. Yeah. All right. Well, we're coming up on an hour, so. You, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about or anything like that? Might as well. No, no I just, uh, yeah. I appreciate you having me on your show. I And I like that we got to do a, a co-host here. We, you know, we, I, don't, I don't think you need him. I don't think you need a uh, co-host. <laughs> I think you just, just, yeah. just ditch him. Just, yeah. just no. Uh, I, honestly, he's kind of the funny one, so. Oh, <laughs> well, I've been laughing. Yeah. I, well, no, I, yeah. That's the thing. I'm really more the straight man. He's really more the comic. So, yeah. Oh, back to the twink thing. I see how it goes. Yeah. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> so, where can people find you online? Uh, well, uh, um, on Twitter at QuadFatherMFT and on iTunes, Stitcher, all those other places, Quadcast Podcast. And we're the one that has two big faces and a blue background or green mountains. So, you. You'll, you'll know us when you see us. Just uh, give us a listen and see if you like what we're talking about. And if not, go check out Shrink to Shrink at Shrink, the number two, Shrink on Twitter. There's a, we're also uh, have a website, Shrink, the number two, Shrink. And uh, we talk about movies. We have about six, seven episodes. We only put up one a month because it's a lot of editing and you know weaving in the, the different clips from the films. But check that one out if you like movies and uh, psychology. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. Actually, I did find that the first time I tried to look for your show, I found that, oh, wait, so what's this, is it one word or two words type thing? Because, yeah, there was there was another one that was quadcast that was separated. So, yeah. That, yeah. Yep, and I'm trying to get that quadcast Twitter, and they haven't tweeted since, like, 2011, and it's yeah. a show about roller skating. You know, they had the quad. <laughs> Okay. Nice. <laughs> oh, come on, give up your Twitter. I want that one. Yeah, well, yeah. And but, then there's a quadcast that's like four NBC shows, you know, together. I'm like, man, <laughs> my name. That's that's funny. <laughs> oh man. Um. Okay. And you can find this show at We Do Pod on Twitter and We Do Pod at Gmail dot com if you'd like to send us email or requests or anything like that. Um, the main thing is do not send pics. So, all right. We will no call pictures? It, yeah, no pics. Don't send pics via email. I, I'm not a big fan of that. Oh, why not? But, what if they're nudes? Yeah, well, that's I don't want to see that. So, that's We started the hashtag with Paula, no more dick pics. Oh, what, what about boobs? Yeah, no thanks. Really? You don't like boobs? Maybe we should go back to your Twink option here. <laughs> boobs are good, man. Who doesn't like boobs? Yeah, well, I don't I don't want to see pictures of some random fan's boobs. I, I okay, have at I'm, I'm married. MFT, I have no oh, yeah. boob affiliate no boob. Okay, there you either. go. Send boob pics to me. Yeah, there you go. All right. We'll call this a show. Thanks for listening. Bye.